imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Coming to you from the heart of your historically hipster mission. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rotten about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm from the South. I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about math rock. You know, I kind of know the town man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like it because that'll be getting a little in the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. That's right, baby. Here we are. Here we are, back in back in studio, in yo face, and uh, and uh, you know, back to talk to you and uh, play some tunes like uh, like we do, like we do around here. It's a whole situation. It's a whole thing. We like to do it every week. I'm apparently an incredible masochist. Masochist? Yeah, because I put myself through this bullshit every fucking week. Oh. I, <laughs> but, I noticed that you've inherited a little bit of a New York accent. You're probably right, yeah. <laughs> why do you think that... Why would that be, Brenna? Why don't you tell us? Well, you know, they're an infectious people, and you were just there, so you must have brought Not back like the disease. Not like Ebola and infected, but yeah. You know, more like um, maybe hepatitis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like, ugh, I don't know, Mildly hepatitis. Mildly incurable, but you can live with it. More like, 
hepatitis. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I, I was I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, excuse me. What what I meant to say was uh, more like hepatitis. Thank you. That one goes out to our good friends at uh, Life in the Barrage, which uh, we, we were just on there when their show yes, in, we uh, were. in New York, as you and I were both in New York, and it was it was a it was a different place than uh, where we're at. Right it's now. a very different place, almost opposite, actually. Right, absolutely. No, it's it was in some ways. There's definitely like, I have much more of affinity to, to certain aspects of of the, of the New York mindset, not the least of which includes a brusqueness and a intolerance for fools. Yes, I uh, really appreciate their breastness and intelligent intelligence, <laughs> intolerance. For I appreciate fools. we appreciate their intelligence as well, but it's not necessarily the, the first thing that we're that we're going for. Uh, they are lovely people. I f- instantly fell in love with all those people. Although they're, what do you mean by those people, Brenna? Oh, um, well, <laughs> <sighs> yet again, I've said things. Indeed you have. But you had a good time, right? You, you actually hung out a lot longer than I did. Yeah, I had a great time. I didn't do anything too crazy. I did celebrate my birthday and get mildly wasted on the night of the show was, that we did. Well, you should, <laughs> I, I remember. I was there. <laughs> I was far more wasted after the show. Let's just be clear. To I'll, be clear, I think all the rest of the hosts of the show were as well. Okay, good. That's good. That makes me feel a little better. That's what happens when you do a... a, a, a uh, show in the bar. That's right. Um, barrage bar. I get it now. That makes sense. There are multiple. <laughs> was, that, was that an epiphany you just had? Um, well, I was thinking barrage garage because it's also a garage and a bar, and mm. so there are multiple like um, double and. And it's also happening. just like there's a lot going on too. Yeah, with with seven New York dudes, there's a lot going on. It's yeah. There was there was a that place was. Was was thick thick with dudes. Well, my brain almost exploded. Yeah, and I think you, uh, you, you 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 tried to do like a den mothery sort of thing. I didn't and, intentionally uh, try. You that. definitely shifted into den mother mode, whereas I shifted into annoyed engineer mode, which honestly, let's be clear, nobody's looking for. But I was, I was doing my best as uh, as as I tried to do. I feel a little embarrassed by my shift into den mother mode, but I don't know how to be different. Well, it's fine. I mean, it's it was it was a bit stressful. It wasn't exactly the relaxed. I mean, it was hilarious, but it was hilarious in a in a different way. I think that, like I said, I thought the second hour was was, was pretty great personally. First hour is definitely very clear that uh, I was stressed. I was snippy. I was very defensive. So it's pretty much all of my worst. Uh, all, all of my worst attributes put together as one. And, you know, plenty of dudes pointing that out. Oh, yes, constantly, which, which has been a constant thing. It's, and the, thing that, the only thing that got me is that uh, it's been a long time coming for me going on that show. They've been doing that show for, for three years. At, at one point, it was a very contentious relationship. It's not now. It's not a contentious relationship at all. Her friends, her buddies, we're all under one banner under the Radio Nope yeah! Worldwide. Limited LLC. Um, yeah. Unlimited. <laughs> so it goes limited LLC unlimited. Is that what it is? So, you know, it's like a sandwich of uh, acronyms. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're definitely. You know, there was a time that things were less friendly. Let's put it that way. So I, I would have liked to have addressed even a little bit of that and or like anything within the last year of 
what's been happening. But nah, nothing happened for that. Yeah, there was, was a lot of, lot of anarchy. That's a, that's a thing. Well, yeah, when you have that many people with brains shooting things out of their brains, it's hard to you know organize. Well, and they're all very smart, sharp people. Um, and Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, love you. Wow. <laughs> no, I actually spent a good amount of time hanging out with, uh, with, with Tommy Rockstar, who I realized that I have no legs to stand on with Neutron as a last name, but it, bum- it bums me out that he calls himself Tommy Rockstar. Why? As, as, as Nom de Rock. I don't know. There's something about, like, there's something about it that bums me out. That, that's it. Okay, uh, but I like that. the guy. I, I like quite a bit. I think that I think he's an awesome dude, and I had a blast hanging out with him. We we tooled around. Uh, well, you had already bailed out at that point. We were. I, I was actually trying to hit you up to be like, "Hey, there's karaoke and stuff." There's a fellow who looks like straight up looked like he's out of Cro Mags or something. That was <laughs> singing every rap song in, in the songbook, gold fronts and all. Wow, uh, it was a whole it was a whole scene at a trash bar. This was at. And, uh, that yeah. was also at 2 a.m. when you hit me up. It was, I'm, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we will. Let's do this. Uh, I, I know that, you know, as advertised here on Protonic Reversal, we very much like to balance things out with with the talking and the laughs, with some music for your faces and your ears. So why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, go ahead and. Play some tunes, and uh, I'll tell you all more about it. But this is a compelling tale of the cross-coast journey of your good friends, Brendan Conan, on... Protonic Reversal. So, uh, let's listen to some Love Moon. This is Love Moon.
There we go. Oh, there's a hideous buzz there for you. That was uh, Freeway Park with a little fear of drowning, and that is a, that's a that's a new band. That's a new uh, what do you call it? That's a new 
EP-ish record kind of situation. Uh, they're playing the PRF West, actually. And, uh, gosh, a matter of weeks. And um, April 10th? April 10th, they're on... Ooh, I think they're... That's when it you, starts, you, you right? Think I mean, that's when it starts. April 10th, 11th, and 12th. American Steel and Elbow Room. Uh, let me verify where we have them. Elbow uh, Room? Yeah, Elbow Room for uh, second day. So American Steel on Friday and Sunday, and Elbow Room for day two on Saturday. And they are indeed playing Saturday, uh, which should be cool. should be awesome. Looking forward to it. Much as I'm looking forward not to be having preposterous buzzing that's coming out of nowhere. Sorry, listeners. All two of you. Cool. Because I'm not angry enough. That's the problem with this show is I'm not angry enough. That's definitely not the problem with the show. <laughs> it's not. The, it's, that's, to be clear, that's not the problem with the show at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, as per normal, studio was in complete disarray. Uh, it did not look like that scene in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, which is I'm going to consider that step up from from how it is normally. Yeah, I would like. We to know see the scene, the one that. where it looks like a swamp, and it's just yeah. When he stands up and he has a dinosaur tail. Absolutely, yes. It's hilarious. I love that scene. It's a good scene. Uh, so, what what all did you get up to on your on your birthday? Your actual your proper birthday, your birthday observed, if you will. What right? did I do? Oh, I was extremely hungover and did not leave the couch until at least six p.m. because I celebrated more on Friday night. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of celebrating. That was uh, with, with our good buddies in the in the Radio Nope world from live from the Barrage. Here's Mr. John Hulan here. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. You might recognize that soundbite. Certainly recognize the voice. Uh, we had a good time. You know, it was it was chaotic. Let's be let's be clear. Let's not gild the lily about it. It was definitely chaotic. Gild was, the lily. I don't even know where that origin of that phrase came from. It was very delightful. Those those guys, while overwhelming to have so many voices yelling at you at once. And all smart guys saying funny stuff, but uh, yeah, at a certain point it is pretty pretty much like, okay, I what definitely, the hell is going on here? Second hour is way better in my opinion, but that's also because I wasn't just completely covered in wires and cables. Well, in the first hour I was really trying to hold the boat afloat and keep things rolling funny. And you were, and there are times that it came off as a little bossy, but you were definitely like trying to just like guys. Like it, it was, well, I would I would liken it to you were the uh, the friendly preschool teacher who came in and like the kids have like ripped apart like the stuffing out of the chairs and are just throwing it up in the air, <laughs> and like this one's like wearing a birthday cake on his head and is just screaming. <laughs> well, okay, I mean, listening, I felt a little embarrassed by the whole like. Me being a den mom, especially because recently I've had people criticize me for being that way. There's nothing wrong with taking charge of a situation when you have well an, an anarchy or nihilistic situation. If you had, wrong with that. if anyone listening was actually in the room, they would understand more about the tension because I don't think it reads through the show, which is great. That's fortunate for listeners for it, it to be funny instead of awkward. But I was trying to like curtail what was happening which was a good bit of like real real frustration on other there people's parts and there, and there was, a, there was a, yeah and it, it's and here's the problem and this is this is something that you can you can take to the bank is that uh, both, both John and I share a couple attributes one one of which is when things go 
uh, sideways, or, or, or I, I won't say go south because I know it will be offensive to you. Because as we all know, you are indeed uh, someone that is from from the Florida, from the Florida, not just Florida, but <laughs> the, the Florida. Uh, and I'm I'm from the south. Nice. I'm a Southern Belle. Uh, but we have a similar way of, of kind of dealing with things, which is like just sort of you go into siege mode, right? And we were both in siege mode, John and I. So we're sitting there like snipping at each other and listening back to it, not not doing it at the time. It's actually pretty, pretty funny. Like it was pretty like a, it's pretty funny snipping, but it, and it doesn't even sound like as, I don't know, uh, that doesn't sound as bad as it seemed to me at the time, which it was like, this is no, the it worst didn't, thing I've ever done it in my didn't life. Sound, it sounded way funnier, but if you were in the room, you would understand that I thought like, it was tense. somebody was going to do something ridiculous <laughs> and inappropriate, and I would have to be right. like, whoa, hey, stepping in, like, no, don't bludgeon him with the microphone. That's not okay. And then you also have the thing where, uh, you also have the thing where, Oh, lo and behold, there's technical difficulties, right? And then so you have everyone that is not busy doing a radio show, but just listening as a, as, as a fan to a radio show, listening in and commenting on every second of it. And in a way that, like, they invite, like, you know, it, it's a very New York atmosphere on that show. There's definitely, like, a lot of uh, grief that's given back and forth, usually in good fun. But it's also maybe not necessarily what somebody wants to hear when they're, you know... Trying, trying something out, not necessarily for the first time, but like the the, the problem that killed us is as that they did what we're doing right now, which which is uh, simulcasting and yeah. uh, doing on, on both their on on for, in their case they're old, the old and the new, and in our case uh, our home on Radio Valencia, we're in the studio and we're on the Radio Valencia stream, but we're also on the Radio Nope stream, and uh, that has nothing to do with this annoying buzz that is seriously going to make me go mental and leap out of a window, but. Deep breath. You, you, <laughs> you, I've realized, Conan, you need some coping mechanisms. I would love to. My coping mechanism is get a God-pounded engineer <laughs> and just just put all that stuff on them and make them be the stress case. And I can focus on doing a good show. That, that, would, that would be the real move. But, you know, whatever. It's not where we're at. So, uh, But anyway, that's... <laughs> Let's move on with the game. Thank <laughs> indeed, you, Arson. indeed. Thank you, Arson Smith. So, so I, uh, Monday, I actually was going to Monday, uh, Saturday. I, I've actually set out to meet up with my ex-bandmates, both of which blew me off for wildly different reasons. One because she's planning a wedding, and one because he's mm, kind of a self-involved asshole and kind of hates Whoa. me. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, but it's okay. He is. So wow. <laughs> what I am doing is I went to the Empire State Building, which is awesome because I actually really love architecture and I love that building. I haven't been in like a long time and it wasn't like crazy crowded or anything. So I like what the Empire State Building. Super cool. Loved it. Awesome. Total touristy thing to do, but I don't How care. How many hours did you wait in line? Uh, wasn't that bad. It was like a half hour, something like that. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, walked about 40 blocks. I was going to go to the Comedy Cellar, and, and uh, I was like, oh, the Comedy Cellar. This is what Mark Maron's always talking about. Let's see what this is all about. Maybe I'll see something funny. You never know, being that there's a comedy show happening. It could be terrible. It could be funny. Right. So, but I, I'm, I'm waiting in the line, and the, you know, this lady comes up to me, and she's like, "Hey, you're, uh, uh, you, know, you know, are you on the list?" I'm like, "Do you mean the guest list?" Like, no, on the on the standby list. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I'm presume no. And she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, if you're here for the 10:30 show, then that's already full up. You have to wait for the 11:15." Which I was like, oh, "Okay, thanks." And I turned around and walked away because I'm not gonna wait 45 minutes. I don't 45 minutes want to check it out. I wanted yeah. to like. 15 minutes, check it out, sure. Yeah. 
Uh, so what I ended up doing is I met up with uh, Tommy Rockstar and his a couple of his buddies. Uh, the fellow from Thrillist, the fellow from uh, Rocks Off, and pretty hilarious, hilarious guys. Got a really excellent hamburger, and then we went to this weird drinking uh, jump around. What do you call it? The, the where you go to the places bar hopping, bar hopping. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call the thing with the with the with the bars and you the open drinking? It and then there's words in it. Oh, you mean books? Yeah, books. Yeah, that one. That's that's the thing. And, and of course, being Saturday night, it was just, you know, East Village, it was exactly what you think, which is just insane, right? So we go to, we go to this bar that has nobody there. And I'm like, no, oh, that's great. awesome. We found a bar there's nobody here. And well, hold on. Don't say great yet because you haven't heard the rest of the story. And, and there's these two kind of older ladies. Um, and I, I mean older ladies. Like, like, looks like someone's grandma. Um, one of them, which has like a hand uh, cast. On her right hand, clearly dominant right hand. So this bar is not crowded. There's room for everyone. Cool. She awesome. broke her hand from punching somebody. Yeah, more than likely. I don't know. It is New York, right? But uh, it, this. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say they weren't speedy. Let's put it that way. And, and we expl- we figured out immediately. Oh, that's why there's nobody here because people probably got impatient and took off. But it's like also, you know, it, it made it comfortable so we could sit down and hang out and talk for a while. Yeah. And, uh, that was actually really nice. You it was don't cool. Need, like. Speediness no, on a Saturday night. Absolutely not. I mean, it's it's sort of like, uh, considering what it would just a absolute piece of crap, like all the rest of the, the bar scenes were. We're just we're just exactly, you know, what you think. Everyone, it's Saturday night, and I'm like one of the biggest cities in the world, right? Yeah. What do you think it's going to look like? Well, it's probably going to look a lot like a bunch of douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> you know, being douchey at to and with each other. Yeah. That's how that rolls. Uh, so. We had a good time, you know, talked, BS. I actually, uh, oh, hmm. there, there's, a, there's a thing I can't talk about it, though. So I, never mind. I, that was a terrible oh, that was, bring that up. That's not fair. Know, what, a, like, what a dick. <laughs> God, dick move. <laughs> Damn it. There's a spotted dick, I think. Yeah, and it's me. Uh, so Ew. the, <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> I haven't checked recently. <laughs> ah, I don't want to hear about that. Um... Uh, and then we went bar hopping. Uh, there was karaoke. The aforementioned Crowbanks guy doing all the rap hits with his gold fronts was pretty hilarious to me. And uh, you know he's good at it. You know it's funny because I, like literally for one thing, I do feel regretful that I didn't meet up with you guys because I really wanted to. Two, when you hit me up, I had just been at this bar called Second Chance that gives you free drinks on your birthday and like five dollar mm. shot in a beer deals. Sure. Was literally really close to like blocks away from you're right over there the trash the trash bar but I had just left yeah when you hit me up and I had been there for a couple hours so well that's probably inconvenient enough. timing I mean I wasn't <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't clear it's I was <laughs> drinking Miller High Life I was not Oof. redoing Friday night I'm it so was, sorry it was I was fine Friday night I think I had I tried to recount how many what I drank and I think I had. 11 drinks total, seven of those beers, and four shots of whiskey. Yeah, that's enough. I gave, my, I gave <laughs> myself enough. the hiccups. I've never, Did you really? I've, and which I know to, to you people may sound hilarious. <laughs> if I, what if I was hiccuping every three words on this show? Yeah, that would probably that, be that, hilarious. I, I believe we would get a lot more calls and a lot more chat box comments about it, and most of them would be negative. Maybe one person would be like, it'd, "This is hilarious." It'd probably be somewhat hilarious and cute, and a little bit annoying. Right. But it was very annoying for me, and I was like, "I can't." Speaking of annoying, uh, ringing phones is a uh, pet peeve of mine. But let's uh, let's hear some of those if people feel so inclined. Uh, call in four one five nine six two seven nine. 
1-800-636-1079. Call on in. Uh, let's talk. Let's chat. We have no guest again. I was about to say it's been a long time since it's been a guest, since we've had a guest, but we had to... We had Tony in. We had Tony, we had Tony Molina in. It just—it seemed like he was—he was just hanging out almost. Like as almost well, like, here's the thing about him. He is a very quiet, sensitive dude, and I think you know, like of the, course, the show's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to like kind of let him do his thing, which I've noticed, like with your host personality, you're carrying the show. So there's a certain amount of like you have to like. Kind of coax him a little bit. Yeah, and and to my discredit, I, I certainly was not doing it. We got some good stuff out of him, and I had I, you know, we had him on. It, it was good. We'll have him in again. I'll, I'll ask deeper questions. I was only had become familiar with uh, his sweet sweet jams recently that week, even, and I like him a lot. But I definitely, yeah, like he, he would almost benefit from a fresh air type. Uh, of interview, you know, where it's like, yeah. like relaxed and just or like a later in the day interview where he can drink alcohol. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I think it seems like he had a good time. I hope he had a good time. I really, I, I enjoyed having him on. I think it was that, awesome. Yeah, I think he did. He's an amazing guitar player. Yeah, I'm really I, I like that. The record his... I got, I like a lot. Uh, but I, yeah, <laughs> and, and well, and then also. You were already winging your way to New York at the time, but I had Rick, I had Rick on last week, and that was that was fantastic. I really enjoyed having Rick Valentin, and he was he was awesome. Um, love that guy; it was great. And there's not podcasts of either of those up because I've been doing other things. So let's go ahead and put it that way. That is unfortunate, but understandable. Yeah. Um. So I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Uh, I, I have to. If I don't eliminate this buzz, I'm I'm just gonna go bonkers. So bonkers, uh, really? Yeah. Bonkers and Yonkers, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore. Uh, I just remember the news with Tommy Rockstar. Yes. And his choice words. Let's, uh, (laughs) yes, it's pretty pretty funny. Uh, Why don't we listen to, what's, you see all these Tony Molina songs are like so, like quick. They're like like 15 awesome seconds and they're over. Mm -hmm. Make Guided by Voices look like like, uh, the second side of, uh, from the topographic oceans by yes. Younger generations have shorter attention spans. Yeah. It's a reality. Just play five in a row. Well, we'll definitely play uh, one of them, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll play something else, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll be right back after this. This is uh, Tony Molina with "See Me Through." I don't know if I can hang. I'm trying hard to understand why we have this
Hey, y'all's pretty good. Georgia. <laughs> We're from the deepest part of the South. You fucking say it though. We're from the South. <laughs> it has seven syllables when I say it. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, we are Motherfucker, and you're listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Yeah, baby. Goddamn right you are. That was uh, Motherfucker. And they're, uh, they are indeed a band that lives up to their name. Uh, they are a hell of a band. There is a, a record coming soon. That's off of their four song EP. Uh, looks like we oh, looks like we got a caller. Caller, you are on the air. Protonic reversal. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, is Matt from uh, Sardinia, right? Right, that's me. <laughs> All right, hold on. You, well, let's. Uh, I'm not sure if you haven't heard me. From Sardinia. Yeah. Ah, there you go. There you go. Thank you, thank you indeed. Uh, well, hold on, let me let me finish the back announce there. Uh, what, what, see, what do we have before motherfucker? I think I would think I would know that, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, what did we play? We played. Uh, da, 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 da. I think there was some happy fangs in there somewhere, right? Happy fangs, yep. contagious. And, and then before that was uh, Tony Molina, uh, guest from a little little way back. Great stuff. Uh, but let's let's not gild the lily here. We have uh, our our favorite overseas fan. Max from Sardinia. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm fine, guys. Um, it's nice to hear from you. The show is amazing. You guys are totally shooting the shit, and uh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're, Thank you. We're, we're very glad you think so, sir. Thank you. How, how was the, uh, the the tour that uh, the, you, you were just on, the, um, the Milan? Uh, you got some uh, stuff in Czech Republic happening soon, right? Yeah, it was like you called it the United Nations of Rock thing. Uh, it was awesome. It was nice. We uh, played uh, that one off, and then everybody went back uh, to their homes around the world. There were like uh, Dimitri and his girlfriend back in France, and uh, Gabriella back to the Netherlands, and then uh, uh, Josh back in the UK. And now we're starting more stuff up, but I'm going to play with different people in Czech Republic. I think you had a Charlie down from the Federated States of Micronesia or something, too, right? Something along those lines? Uh, <laughs> this freaking Skype thing It's just bugging me the whole time. <laughs> so, but it worked all right. Everyone, uh, you didn't have to like find anybody James Brown style, like dance over to them and tell them how much they're oh, yeah, losing from their paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome actually. Everybody had fun, and it was not too packed. But there were, I mean, a lot of people that were from the zone, and not so many coming from uh, all over the other coast. But I mean. It was cool. It was out of nowhere, but everybody jumped up, and uh, it was fun. The guys from Japan were actually really cool. Tommy Welt. You should check those guys out. Really cool band. Tommy's Welt? Is that what you said? Tommy Welt. Yeah, that's the name of the band. I'm going to link it to you. The guy is like okay, cool. a drummer. Yeah, we'll check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. So that's good. You didn't have to find anybody. No one got out of line. That, that, that's good. You know, I hear, I hear sometimes some of these... Uh, these Seshboro people will uh, get rowdy, to my understanding, from reading rock and roll biographies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> Did you play with anybody uh, interesting? Any any good bands? You, any other good bands you played with there? Uh, you mean in Czech Republic? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm actually. Here's the funny thing. Uh, there, there's this uh, drummer I play with. He's called Peter, and he's from Czech Republic. I met him during a session that I did while I was working in uh, Fast Records, which is a studio 
where Killing Joke, the band, uh, used to record their last oh, man. couple albums. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I, you may have heard of them, yes. I love the Killing yeah. Joke. <laughs> right on. Yeah, and uh, I, this was like 2010, and I was uh, working there as an assistant. And the guy who's like the resident engineer over there is Derek Saxon Mayer. And uh, he's also a multi-instrumentalist guy. He plays a lot of stuff. So I'm going to play with Peter and uh, Derek on those shows. we got like three lined up, probably one in Germany, too. It's going to be cool. Late April. Look at you. You're, 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 going, you're going all uh, all crazy here. You're, you're doing all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear yeah. it, man. Pretty much like you guys, going all crazy and doing <laughs> Guilty as charged, <laughs> indeed. Uh, that's awesome. And people are, are uh, they're, they're digging the tunes that you're that you're throwing down. They're, um, they're yeah. I mean, I yeah. I mean, like the the EP is going pretty good. And apparently, I just got this news like pretty recently. The the video for Down with You, which is a song you played last time, that was so awesome with you guys. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Good tune. Right, right before the nervous <laughs> curtains, if I remember correctly. Yeah, thanks for that. That was awesome. Yeah, apparently the the, the, the video for the song is going to debut on a pretty well-known website, like a blog thing, pretty soon. Not sure when, but I'm going to let you know. I'm pretty stoked about this. Is it youporn.com? No, 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 no. But thanks for, <laughs> thanks for the tip. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's on your own side right there. <laughs> yeah, check that out later. You, you, yeah, exactly. You, you, you have quite the surprise. Make sure you're in uh, polite company. <laughs> oh well, oh well, whatever, dude. No, I'm I'm on radionope.com right now, and that's pretty dope too. That's a baby. That that's it, baby. That, that's a, uh, you know, say yes to nope. Indeed. Yeah. Have you been Have you been listening? To all have you checked out the station? Has it been okay for you? Yeah, yeah. There's an annoying bit bop thing kind of noise that pops out sometimes. Yeah, uh, we. I think I know what that is, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna deal with that. We're going to deal with that, uh, you know, with punches. We're going to take it back and flog it. Yes. That, that's how we deal with those kinds of things around here on Proton Controversial. That's how we deal with these kinds of things on our new home on Radio Note. Radio Note, baby. Right on, guys. That's freaking awesome. Is it? Is it a nice day over there? Because it sucks balls right here. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day. What? Why is it... How is it sucking balls over there? I get jealous about San Francisco weather. Damn it. Yeah, it's pretty much always. We're also about the same. running out of water, so you know. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna be a rackets from Dune pretty soon, so don't get too jealous. Yeah, there there are some downsides to our beautiful weather. Yeah, right on. but if you don't mind everything being on fire all the time, always, and uh, just kind of burning free, then hey, it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I heard about the drought. <laughs> Is it true that you guys are gonna rain run out of water pretty soon? Yeah, yeah. It's, we have it's a year really of water left, actually. <laughs> it's really bad. One year from now, shit is going to hit the fan. Like we joke, we have we have fun, but it, it's really bad. Yeah, I'm so, and there's, there's no joke involved there. It's pretty rough. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, I think I'm gonna pay you guys a visit before it all dries up. Yeah, man, come on by. Come in, come into the show. We'd, we'd, we'd uh, love to have you. We'll uh, show you around. We'll take you to what, Antioch. Where'd your, where'd your, where's your friend yeah. live? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's go to Antioch. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be cool. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. It's it's so it's so great to hear from you. Uh, you got anything you want to? Anything else you want to mention? You got a video coming up for uh, one of, one of your tunes. What else? What else is going on? You got uh, more tour dates and things? 
Well, yeah, we got those things going on, and then I'm going to France to meet up with Dimitri and uh, Sarah. Uh, you say you're going to make uh, out with Dimitri and Sarah? Is that what you said? Dimitri and Sarah. Dimitri is like the bass player, and oh. uh, Sarah's girlfriend, and uh, we're going to be there. Actually, Dimitri turns out is like uh, another one, one, one of those guys that also plays like uh, all types of instruments and stuff. So we're going to jam there, see what happens, and... Uh, you know, just do stuff, maybe play some shows around France. Trying to do that, actually. Trying yeah, to play sounds all right. Play. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's no uh, Toots Tavern and Crockett or anything, but, I mean, it'll do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. France yeah. sounds okay. I mean, damn it. I want to do that. Never got to do that. Played all around this dumb country. I've never played a show outside the uh, U.S. Dumb. I would love to. I would love to. You guys are... Maybe I can I'm convince gonna... Dale into, you know, into doing that. That'd be cool. Yeah. But Crover, come that. here. i got something to tell you. I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you kind of lost me there for a second, but uh, I guess it's cool. It, it, it's okay. I, I lost the attention span of the audience, too, so it's, it all worked nah, out. No, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I mean, when everybody tunes in, it's like... I mean, I was hearing about your stories about the... The, the 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 lady in the line. I mean, that was kind of a. You, you left it. You you left me there. Like I was hoping there was some kind of a sort of a. I don't know twist to the story. Yeah, but me then, too. Standing <laughs> in the line for like this comedy show, and then the, the the lady says it's packed, and then you gotta come back. And what happened to the lady? Uh, I mean, she's still there with her clipboard, as far as I know. I mean, she's still <laughs> waiting to see how many people are in the line. Because the only real thing about that is I'm a fan of Mark Maron's show, and he's always talking about the comedy seller. So I was like, oh, I'm right over here. I might as well see what this is all about. And, uh, yeah, I guess the end of that story is I didn't. So, but, yeah, okay. so that's not, it's not a very good story. Uh, but it at least did have a beginning, middle, and an end. So. Okay, <laughs> but you, you also had a funny story that you didn't tell anybody about that was, like, a secret, right? Yeah, and that, and I realized like as I was telling, I'm like, I can't, I can't tell this story. So this, I is, still I don't I, know this story. Yeah, and I would, I'm very curious. I'll tell, about I'll it. tell you off air. Uh, actually, I have two. They're fantastic stories. I just realized I never should have started them because I can't tell them on the air. That's so. such a dick move. Yeah, oh, that's great. Trust me, it's fantastic. It's hilarious. Yeah. It makes it makes up for the waiting in line story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Make up one now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we saw this uh, the sword swallower, and uh, it was amazing because he's you know swallowing all these swords and uh, doing a great job of it, and then suddenly his pants fall down, and we all saw his his uh, his, his very European speedo underwear. Sorry, no offense, Ross. And okay. yeah, it's, I, don't know. Cool. I, I got nothing. Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, man. We're, how about we, we're gonna play another one of your, your tunes here? Uh, we gotta play another one of your tunes here on a. Uh, Protonic reversal. Here on our Radio Nope, Radio Valencia. Uh, and um, it's, it's always good to hear from you, man. Thanks for calling in, brother. Okay, guys. It was actually my pleasure. I hope you have a great day in sunny San Francisco. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Drink some water. And <laughs> maybe some well, we still can. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes, indeed. We will. Thanks, sir. You guys have fun and keep kicking ass. You guys rock. Well, we'll thank do our you. level best. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. All right, there he is. There he is, Maxim Sardinia. Let's hear some confrontational. This is under the crimson, or under this crimson sky. I can't even, can't even read correctly. It's because the glare is so bright. 
Sun was in my. I was so just to be clear. I'm literally saying that the sun was in my eyes, which is my excuse for anytime someone says they can't do something and they're making excuses. I always say, oh, the "Sun was in my eyes." I'm actually saying the sun was in my eyes. Turn that down, turn, sun. Turn down that sun, would you? Anyway, here's some confrontational. Under the.
it kind of does that for a while. Cool. Anyway, so that's the Melvins with Civilized Worm wow. on uh, AC Now Animal. No, it's great if you're listening to the record, but we're doing a show here. We got we got stories to get to. We got we got got to keep it moving along. Got to keep it moving along. Uh, before that, of course, we had our, our guest uh, Max with Confrontational. That was uh, under this crimson sky. Under this crimson sky. Get that at confrontational.bandcamp.com. Uh, and why do you think I blame the Melvins, Brenna? Because you, you know, there's you know something why? you have to refer to in, regarding the, the Melvins, right? There, there's right? something I, I'd like to refer to, yes. And as my name is on the show, I'm going to refer to it. And that is the the, the Colossus of Destiny Melvins documentary that, that is not being done by the band. Let's be clear about this. My two very dedicated fans, and I've seen pieces of it. It's amazing. Is uh, very close to being funded. Now, I understand that your crowdfunding sort of situations are a contentious topic among certain parties, but uh, I feel that this is a very worthwhile project. This is a documentary I'd like to see. It's 13 days left for it to go. Uh, then you have like $7,000 or so to get this done. You can find, get all kinds of cool stuff here. There's like prints, you know, T-shirts. There's uh, woodcuts and, you know, sweatshirts and this, that, and the other. And uh, I, I, from what I've seen, it, it's fantastic. So I, I mentioned, some, somebody asked me, fan of the show, actually contacted me and asked me if I'd mentioned it. And I realized I hadn't actually mentioned it on the air yet, despite having just made a record with one of the members of the band. And Well, now's your chance. So now, yeah. So if we look that up on uh, the on the Great Satan on Kickstarter.com. And it's called The Colossus of Destiny, A Melvin's Tale. And that's going to be, I'm going to put that in the link in the chat box. Uh, and so I'm putting in both, actually, for the, for the few people that happen to be on the old thing still, <laughs> which is very few. Let's, let's be clear. And then also it is in the Reader Note chat box. And I just had a senior moment there for a second. Uh, so uh, check that out. It's awesome. And also check out your confrontational as well, which to my knowledge there is no documentary for yet, but does not make it any less worthwhile. Now, truth, true, true. <laughs> so uh, during during the break, we were talking about uh, again uh, New York. Be very careful with that real time drop. Oh, again, I can't. I can't believe I haven't done this yet. I can't believe I haven't done this. Yet. I'm oh, slipping. Uh, joining with me, joining me as always is none other than Brenna Betts, aka DJ Real Time Drop. You have one of the most amazing sound clips of all time, and you just did it, get an oh my god on it. It's true. <laughs> I've heard it so many times. Whatever, I've heard it. Uh, so we were talking about that the you know uh, pornocversal and being us as human beings appearing on Barrage was fun but chaotic. And then part of the chaos is that you, you don't really get to actually have any actual discussions with with any human beings right. at all. Right, and I was trying to talk to Ryan. Uh, Ryan Collison of the Ryan Game, live from the Barrage. Yeah. Uh, after the show, because for one, he was the only person that was not shouting things out over each other. <laughs> Maybe not the only person, actually. Pat wasn't shouting either. But also, I don't know, he seemed really nice, so I wanted to talk to him more. And people kept... We, he was inviting me to like stay and play poker. We were like, trying to have a conversation, and right. people kept coming up and interrupting him. <laughs> <laughs> like not even on the show, like live in person, he's right. talking to a girl. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, hey!" Like trying to just <laughs> like did they male. physically push him out of the way Almost. while they were doing it, or okay. it was like this. Yeah, it was just. I mean, I don't know. I was mildly intoxicated and you know on vacation, so maybe I was like 
witnessing things that weren't really happening. But I got a really nice vibe from him, and I was like trying to have a conversation, and people just kept kept interrupting. And it was, I like definitely sensed a, like this is just really difficult from both of us. So I was like, I'm trying. Yeah, to, you're just trying to actually speak to the man and just forget it. it like happening. we were both trying to talk to each other. That thing you do when like you meet someone for the first time. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. What, dis- what are you all about? Yeah. Oh, like let's, that's let's what have I a, do. Let's have a discussion of some kind. Yeah. Just, no one just, would allow him to talk to me. It was really ridiculous. <laughs> if not if even, Carlson speaks up, I'm going to shut him down. Not even, uh, not even in a cock blocking sort of way. Just in a total, no, no. Like, just you guys are having a discussion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like well, we're you know like. Talking, he's inviting me to hang out. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are like, me, 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 <laughs> me. Right, right. It's just like, oh my gosh. Well, it's funny you mentioned that he mentioned. Oh, it's funny you mentioned that, Brenna, uh, because I actually am going to lunch with him on on the Sunday. That which they were there, yeah, which, I'm very which was jealous awesome. Of. We went to a we went to a place that was called uh, what was it called? It was a uh, Queen's Comfort is, is what it was called. That and sounds delicious. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was definitely you know the the. the Conceit of is it's you know, comfort food, right? So I, I I had the chicken and waffles with with a oh, man. with a uh, um there was a very spicy glaze to it, fantastic stuff. And you even got to BYOB for it, which I was not aware of at the time, where I probably would have since I had no real responsibilities. But it's amazing because the mater d slash host slash you know, whatever you're going to call a guy that has to deal with all the you know wretched human beings that they, that come in was hilarious. He was just like uh, you know like mid mid forties. Uh, maybe late 40s, sort of like stocky black man that was just keeping everybody in line, but also really, really good at keeping it entertaining. And and I say that with because he was telling a lot of jokes. And so he would do something like you get people in line. He was going through and he'd tell everybody like, all right, here's the here's the menu. You know, if you want to check it out, this and that. He would, he'd walk up and the first thing he'd say is, uh, do you want uh, spicy or mild? And people like, excuse me, I'm like, your joke. Do you want spicy or mild? Which would basically is is he going to be is going to work blue or not? But he gave everybody a joke. Each, excuse me, sir, I'm talking. Uh, he gave everybody a joke, which I thought was very adorable, and they were pretty decent jokes. Like they they weren't they weren't. And he also like, announced a couple uh, a, a jokes to the to the uh, world at large as well. Like when he was just like announcing, like ah, you know, here's the here's the scene, uh, here's what we're doing. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm trying to remember some of them. I actually wrote down notes, but I didn't write the whole thing. Wow. So. You took notes. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't remember. But they were funny. It was a funny guy. Uh, and it was, it was cool hanging out with that guy. I've always felt that as, as a listener to Life in the Barrage and as someone that, you know, they're, they're now part of the, of the Radio Note family, uh, all under one house, one stream to rule them all, one stream to bind them. <laughs> it was it was great to actually sit down and speak with them, but the the, the cruel irony, of course, is we finally sat down to like, you know to chat and you know and and, and like oh, cool, we're actually gonna get to hang out and the music is blaring, like the music is like really loud. So <laughs> yeah, I really love that when blah blah. Oh yeah, me too. You know, it was pretty hilarious stuff. Wow. Um, well, he should just come out here and visit us. Yeah, uh, Ryan, come on, come on out. Uh, he mentioned that he was interested in checking San Francisco out. Yeah, well, you, he always. I, I, I even mentioned that uh, he should consider, you know, calling in. Game, game or no, we got BRF West coming up, and uh, that's that's a good opportunity. And Walsh threatened to come out, so if, if any of those guys come out, they, they will. A hundred percent of them will be welcome, mm-hmm. except for that one guy. No, no, that 100% are welcome. Well, yeah, definitely 
Oh, I thought I had a text message. It's really important business. I thought, you know, what if... <laughs> yes. what if? Don't worry, you're only on a radio show being listened worldwide. You better, better get checked. No, no, message. no. I meant to... Never mind. I was going to make, like, a joke and... Uh, never mind. Oh, not, oh, I see. Now you've hurt I my feelings. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm very good at being an asshole. Uh, Do what you're good at. <laughs> anyways, I don't... Yeah. I thought Ryan was very sweet. Too. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice fella, good, really good father, and you can tell, um, just good, kind soul, and but not not like a uh, shouty alpha male type at all, which as you've established is a yeah, not not very fun <laughs> to be around seven of you. <laughs> when I'm the low key one of the bunch, you know you've got. They problem. were really ripping on you, and I could tell that it was hard yep. for you. Well, it would, it would have been fine if I could just have paid attention to that because, uh, you know, I can, you know, equal footing. I'm not on the phone or something. I can, you know, I, I can hold my own, but I'm also sitting there trying to, like, make their show work because everything was, you know, different. Yeah, which I totally understood that, which is also why I felt a little protective, and I think I was being a little bit, I, I'm embarrassed to say I was a little not myself. Although I've been told I can be too direct, I still find myself to be... Well, I was laughing because it, you, it, it was like it. three or four, three or four times that you kind of like told everyone to do for like someone finally. Was, I think Sean was like so something along the lines of, uh, uh, you know, yeah, you, you numbskulls come in here and trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> something like it was. If it wasn't that, let's pretend that it was that. And I thought that was pretty great. Oh, looks like we got a caller. Caller, you are on the air. Nope. Rockstar calling from Brooklyn, New York. Tommy Rockstar. Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, wait, hold well, on. hello. I, I got a thing here. Yeah! There we go. Tommy Rockstar. Welcome, man. Hey, how's it going, my fellow nofers? Yeah, we were uh, we were just we were just speaking about about New York, and I was talking earlier about us uh, going going bar hopping a little bit, and then I, I backed out of a story that I realized I couldn't tell. Uh, and the, <laughs> the karaoke, I was mentioning how the, it looks like the fellow that was in the Cro-Mags with the gold fronts was uh, pretty spot on with all his rap karaoke, and uh, that was the whole thing. Yeah, we had a we had a really good time with you guys up here, uh, you know, for the weekend. Actually, we, Conan, you and I, uh, we managed to make the round. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we did. We really, and I think, I think we finally rolled up around five a.m. Something along those lines. That's right after yeah, bar, bar close time. Typical, yeah, typical New York night. So is that is is that a typical Tommy Rockstar sort of weekend? Are you just like you know going going around gregariously engaging with everyone, introducing this one to that one, et cetera? Yeah, actually, that would be pretty much, like, spot on. Um, I try to keep the weekends. You know, we do the barrage on Fridays, and then Saturdays, kind of like seeing who's around, running from place to place, bothering people. You know the deal. <laughs> and it's because it seems like, uh, and, and, you know, don't I don't see any reason why you would get this wrong, but you are someone that does go out more and is, is out and about and, and more social rather than, Maybe say some of the old, some of the other folks from that show who uh, you know live more of a domestic sort of life. One might say, yeah, you could say that. And you know, there's there's a reason for that because basically, I, you know, I'm 39. I'm technically still single, not married, not locked down with kids. Where maybe some of those other guys are, and uh, so they have priorities that are probably more important than mine um, from a social perspective. So I can totally respect that, but. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm in Williamsburg. It's a big nightlife scene here, so I'm always, like, kind of bouncing around and doing all that stuff. And, you know, I'm a born and raised New Yorker-ish, you know, uh, so I've got a lot of different friends, you know, different pockets and different people to see. And that actually lends itself to the show because I'll go around and be around philandering, causing trouble, and then I'll, I'll kind of 
bring that all back to the barrage and, and they'll have you know they'll poke fun at my uh, crazy adventures and it, it makes for good radio and it's a lot of fun so. sure absolutely and because uh, you also come from uh, like you were in that that band latex generation that you know was around and touring like it seems like you did like a good amount of that kind of stuff back at yeah yeah that's where all that started and it's funny you bring that up because while, when you were out here I think on the radio when we were doing lives in the barrage you had mentioned you made a reference to, uh, to 924 Gilman, and yeah. uh, I, to- I totally forgot that we had played there, like, in the 90s, man. Oh, no kidding. Okay, yeah, that's it's sort of like a punk rock rite of passage out here. You know, it's a- yeah, it's right. a pretty big I- deal. Yeah, I actually still have my Gilman uh, membership card somewhere in my wallet. Oh, nice. You probably would have to renew that if you went to go to the show now. But <laughs> It's like $2, yeah, played- so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually played with that band uh, Tilt out there. Remember that band? Ah, uh, Tilts, yeah. Uh, uh, so Tilt, not Tilts, because there's, there's the, yeah. the Bay Area punk rock band Tilt, and there's also the uh, St. Louis sort of more hard rock band Tilts, which actually was the, the opening theme song to Protonic Reversal for the first uh, 40 shows. Oh. I don't know. I lose track. Huh. Look at that. That's, hmm. that's wild. Yeah, they were, Devotees they were, will uh, note. Yeah they, were, yeah, they were a fat record band, and they uh, they put us on, and it was really cool, Bill. But that, that whole, that, I got introduced to the whole Bay Area in 1994 uh, after I flew out there, and I, I crashed with a friend of mine out there. and it was, I just wanted to go to California, and uh, we, we were just staying out in San Francisco. Actually, in Berkeley, that's where I got my first tattoo on uh, Telegraph Avenue out there. Oh, nice. Wow. Cool. What, what was that tattoo? Oh, you know, things I would regret. Um, no, I have a, uh, I have this fucking Volkswagen uh, logo on my right arm. I was really big into the classic Beatles and stuff when I was a kid, so I just got that tattoo, and I was like, fuck it, I'm an idiot, I'm 18, I'm going to do that. Well, but now, most of the time when people say they're into classic Beatles, they're not talking mm-hmm. about the car. So, they, <laughs> right. to be clear, you're talking about, a, like, a hood, like the, the, the Beatles, the Volkswagen logo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still a huge fan, and you know, it's just one of my favorite cars ever. And uh, it's really funny. Actually, I have a story that ties in uh, something you'd appreciate. I was, uh, I've been a fan of those Beatles forever, and I've actually owned a few, but I, I never learned how to drive stick. And one day, I was hanging out with Pat Walsh. We were driving, you know, Pat Walsh, the, my fellow co-host on Life of the Barrage, and we were driving around the LIEs in uh, in Queens or Long Island. And I admit, admitted to him that I didn't. I owned all these Beatles, but I didn't know how to drive stick and we were in his Volkswagen actually his GTI and he just stopped the car and got out and I thought he was going to kick me out of the car after being so appalled but he just put me behind the wheel <laughs> that sounds like Pat yeah and he's like I'm going to teach you right now in the, in the super supermarket fucking parking lot and he taught me how to drive stick it was really funny oh that's that's kind of amazing that you you guys have known each other since high school right yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they went to different high schools than I did, but uh, yeah, we've known each other for 20 years. Have they been beating up on you for all of those 20 years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, just wanted to establish that. Yeah, a lot of alpha males in that show. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda was talking about how it was a little overwhelming for her to be surrounded by uh, basically seven of me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a, a little embarrassed at being so, so den mommy, like, stop talking over each other. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. Actually, it's funny you say this. I listened to that episode last night. I uh, I got one of these like fancy flat screen jobbies in my uh, in my apartment in my bedroom, and I pulled up uh, the episode on on the podcast app on Apple TV and kind of fell asleep to it on the big like forty inch TV. And I was listening to all of us, and it was you know at first when I walked in, I thought it was like a shit show. But I don't know if I can say that. Excuse me. But, it, uh, it's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're noping it, right? Yeah, we're noping it exactly. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Some polite applause there. 
But, um, no, but, I, you know, I walked out, I, I fell asleep listening to it, and, um, you know, at first I thought it was going to be crazy, but then listening back, it was actually pretty great, and it made for great radio. And, you know, I can understand, friend, of that, uh, that basically uh, it's, it's something you kind of, like, dive into, and it's a little awkward, but in the end, it, it was just fine. You did great. So. Thank you. Yes, you did. Yeah. Round, round of applause for Brenna. <laughs> Brenna. Oh, yeah. That's enough of that. Okay, so the uh, I, and I think the the thing that was the the second hour I thought was really good as well. It's just it was is moving quick. And normally when I tell people about your show, the biggest complaint I get is, oh, there's a lot of voices. I don't know what's going on. Which right, I guess right. I guess people are like, you know, NPR it ain't. Let's be clear, right? But it was definitely yeah, yeah. an extreme version of that. You know. Yes, exactly. But I I appreciate you saying that because you know I when I first joined that crew like I don't know almost uh, almost a year ago a little less. Um, that was one of the first things that, you know, they pulled me aside and they said, dude, you're great. We love you on here, but, you know, just keep your cues and, and pay attention to that. And it, it took a little while to, to do that. And I'm still working on that. You know, you know, Ryan, for example, would be the best at that. He's, he's the most mild-mannered and in a way... Oh, he's like a monk. He's amazing, yeah. Yeah, he's great. It's almost a metaphor for life, you know. It's just like kind of listen more and talk less. And I'm learning that as I grow older, you know. Well, we're all, we're all works in progress, hopefully. You know, right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, and exactly. I, and I, I think you're doing just fine, by the way. Although everyone's well, I, I was going to give you an on-air lesson of how to tighten your stories up. I'm not going to lie, but we, there was a, <laughs> there was a lot going on anyway. Yeah, well, that's, again, that's another thing. It's a general life thing. It's like it's you know, it's like my therapist says. I go to therapy, and she's like, "Tommy, you talk so much," and I'm like, "Right." And she's like, "But everything you say is pretty on point, you know." So right. in my in my head, I think you know I can get it all out and make it and everything is the same but in reality so people have attention spans and I'm not the center of the universe so I should really learn to just kind of like minimize that so it's a personal thing I'm working on well and it's the sidebars too you know and it's not that the sidebars aren't interesting and I understand that you know logically it all ties together but some a lot of times you, it's like the Cliff's Note version is what you need is it Cliff's is it exactly. it's Cliff's like Cliff. ownership Cliff's Cliff I, I don't know or is it, it does, Cliff's like plural it doesn't I don't know this is a legitimate does, question I think it's Cliff's okay I think you're right <laughs> Like the cliffs of Dover. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys? How do you guys do together, though? I mean, you guys seem to have like a really good rapport. You guys bounce off each other, like you know, the verbal cues and all that, pretty well, right? I just, yeah, I just make commentary. I mean, it's, I, I get kind of shy actually, like when I tell stories or ask questions or have any. I don't sort think of... so at all. I think you do great. I mean, granted, you're dealing with me, so. Thank you. Right, right. I just, I'm not some. I can certainly talk, like everyone but i don't usually do that on the air because i get all like uh not self-conscious but like self-aware i get all self-aware so with conan and i i think it helps because i tend to just play the dumb girl role where i can just say ridiculous stupid things i would say the i, I would not say you play the dumb girl role at all i would say you you play like the traditional co-host role which is which is great for the when especially when the host is being the engineer as well because having done you know, however many I did before you joined the show, like 15 or so, of which the first one I thought what sucked was when Patrick Walsh was on. And it was because oh. I got no sleep. I was hungover. I got in a fight with Lindsay the night before. And, like, I just, I was having a rough time with technical difficulties, as happens sometimes. And I was just like, this blows because there's no one else to, like, pick, you know, pick up. Like, this wouldn't be a problem if there's anyone here to pick up the slack. And that sucks. And there was that ticket giveaway to Red Fang that the dude, like, you know, we give away these tickets to Red Fang, we the royal we, I guess I'm using, and the guy's act, you know, he, oh, I can't go. I'm like, dude, it's a ticket giveaway. You got to go. Like, that's lame. And so then I 
text message Evan, my ex-bandmate Evan, and, uh, you know, sometimes co-host of Evan and Gritzy Show, The Final Solution of Fun, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. say, like, hey, you want tickets to Red Fang? You know, I'm, I'm going on the staff ticket. And he's like, yeah, I'll bring my friend Brenna. And that's when I talked to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about, we were talking about the radio show. You talked about I always want to be on the radio. It's like, oh, it's funny you mentioned that because... <laughs> Like, I am literally thinking in my head, God, I wish that show hadn't sucked so bad. Like, God, I wish I had someone else in there. Was that the same day? But that was that night. It was that night, was that yeah. Night. So, yes. and also, I would like to point out that I had a terrible day that day. And I was just so stoked to be at a show for free and, like, with friends that I was like. A good show, too. Yeah, I love Red Fang. They're great. And they're great live. But and I, was, I, I like, got that uh, station ID for John for uh, Barrage that night, actually, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> I was right. just really excited and, like, being really ridiculous, which is my normal self. And, you know, I think some people find that charming. I don't know. Maybe that's egotistical of me to say. But no. Conan found it charming enough to invite me onto the show. Well. Aww. And what, what I like about and this is turning into a therapy session itself, I guess. But what, what, what I like about you is, and here's the thing: a lot of times with people, I can kind of predict what they're going to say. It's not like it's like some I'm like some Machiavellian like person or whatever. people, but yeah. But I don't always know what you're going to say, so I'm genuinely surprised with some of the stuff you talk about. And like, I think like that makes like that makes me happy because I'm like, oh wow, what the, the hell is she on about now? And well, then you'll turn it around into a thing. I'm like, ah, cool. So that, that's yeah. kind of what I mean by a dumb girl thing is like I do that on purpose hmm. and it's not like I feel dumb it's me playing up this like thing that people expect from me being you know, that I, I, can, I, I don't mean to interrupt but I totally know what you're saying because you know <laughs> yeah guest don't interrupt <laughs> I'm sorry Conan was talking over you and I couldn't hear you can you say that again no, no, I was just saying I mean, didn't any means to interrupt, but I know exactly what you're saying about playing up to like a certain character. It's a, it's a crossroad between who you really are versus who you think you should be, perhaps on the air or in the public eye and stuff. So I, I can understand that. Yeah, I mean, well, people, people see what you project, and then they also project themselves onto you. So people, like, have expectations, and, you know, we all go through this living your whole life, like, as a human I, being a girl, being a girl with a somewhat high-pitched voice, and I say silly things sometimes, a little bit of a goofball, people kind of expect me to be a certain way, and then it always happens where I either, like, say something really inappropriate or, like, start cursing. And it's more hilarious because they didn't expect it. Those people are like, whoa. Well, this is interesting because did you ever hear this story about how uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, the uh, junior senator for New York, uh, she has a... Higher pitch. She doesn't have like a high pitch voice. It's not like Betty Boop or anything, but she's got a higher pitch voice than some other ladies. So, and they did like this this um, polling. They were trying to figure out why her approval numbers were certain ways among certain demographics. And it basically came down to they they, they just showed uh, they showed press conferences of her talking with subtitles and press conferences of her speaking. And among certain demographic, largely male, they, she did worse. When they could hear her speaking, because they Weird. they thought she sounded too girlish. Wow! 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 That's crazy. Which is her natural speaking voice, and they liked what she was saying, yeah. and they liked uh, you know every other part about it. But like, it, it, it's interesting how that's perceived. It it is yeah. really interesting. It is, yeah, definitely. Like uh, you know, I can be the first one to admit that like certain people's voices throw me off, and you know, I've been told some people like my voice or don't like my voice. Like these are all you know, like all different sensory issues for different people. I get it. I get it. You know. Sitting here talking voices with Tommy Rockstar uh, here on uh, Radio Nope. 
Say yes yeah, to I'm Nope. Gonna, I was going to ask, uh, how did you two uh, Stu Nopes uh, enjoy <laughs> the barrage? What do you think, what'd you think of the, uh, the actual the, the infrastructure of the barrage? It's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, that was my first time visiting. I thought you have a, you have, you have a pretty cool, comfortable setup, and it, it definitely makes it seemed... A lot to, from not having been there, it seemed bigger than uh, than it was. If right, that makes sense, right, right. Uh, but it was. It's what was there was like great, and it was you know very comfortable. I felt like immediately I would have felt at ease if I wasn't you know tearing everything apart and trying to make your show work the entire time. But I was also. Right. It, it was just not at all what I was expecting. I don't. I didn't have very many ex- expectations, but I was also very curious about the pisser, being that I am a female and don't. You know, I don't know. There's like an interesting. <laughs> it setup. won't exactly go in the in the funnel. Yes, there's a really interesting setup with that whole thing, and I just tried to, you know, I find that fascinating ignore. as well. Yeah, it was pretty. I don't want to make anybody feel like I was, you know, being a creeper or anything, but I was like, what is? But do you, would really... you want seven dudes tromping into your house like using you know using the facilities right. like no, every Friday? No, no, yeah. it makes perfect sense. It's genius. The whole setup was like great i i actually really wanted to stay and hang out with you guys more i just right i was really far well, I, from my house or where i was staying i i hate i hesitate to use the phrase but it's uh it's, it's like kind of the ultimate man cave in a way and uh absolutely and i'm sure john would hate that phrase too yeah 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 definitely um but you know it's actually it's a shame we didn't even get a sometimes we do like a, a light-hearted poker game afterwards that would have been fun to get you guys to that mix. I know Ryan invited me to stay and play poker, and I really wanted to. But then I was like, "Then I'm going to be in the middle of nowhere, practically, yeah. with a bunch right. of dudes that I just met." And I, pa- Patrick was like, "Ready to go?" He's like, "If you, you want to go, let's let's mount up." I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, fair yeah, enough." Yeah, I think I think that I think that night was equally like oh, a little bit overwhelming for him, so he was quick to peace. But you know, like I said, listening back, it was actually pretty, it made for good radio, you know, and. uh you got Mario in the mix, and Ryan did his game, and it all worked out, you know. Yeah, indeed, and and you guys are on a good show. And and if we haven't, for the, for the three people listening that aren't aware, uh, of course, Tommy Rockstar is from the show uh, Live from the Barrage, which airs every uh, eight p.m. Uh, Eastern, so uh, that's at uh, five five p.m. Pacific here on Radio Note. And uh, you can go to livefromthebarrage.nyc, the brand new website that uh, Mr. Tommy Rockstar himself put together, and uh, see uh, what they're up to there. And it's a yeah, it's no, a good actually, show. It's funny you say that because uh, the main host John Hulahan, he actually just uh, tweaked that site to put up our new guest, uh, which is uh, we're we're going to be focusing this Friday. I guess I can announce uh, uh, it's basically like a, a blog slash scene writer, interviewer, and pizza connoisseur. Uh, goes by the like kind of the the dub name uh, Pizza Harvester. So this is the guy who basically goes around and, and just. Fancy different slices of pizza and tries them out, and then he, I think he's going to take John to uh, to cast on the, the whole like uh, who's a better pizza connoisseur. Harvester of pizza, nice, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's our guest for this week, and then we're working on some others for next week. And uh, yeah, this is I think this week is going to be, if I'm not mistaken, our 120th episode. So that's incredible. That's uh, that that's that's amazing. I mean, you know, even even though you had you had pretty much nothing to do with the first ninety or so, I know, but right, right. <laughs> but still, it's 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 a huge milestone, and uh, I do like you on the show. I, I do not feel that you are the scrappy do of left in the barrage at all in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. We all we all have our roles now, and I actually don't mind kind of playing the goat from time to time. But actually, I you lean into it, and you do, and you do a good job of it. it requires a very thick skin. And uh, a, a lot of uh, a lot of heart, and, and we appreciate you, Tommy Rockstar. And it's, it's happy to be doing this uh, radio note thing with you. And 
yeah, man. Uh, thanks for calling in, brother. Yeah, no problem. And I just want to say uh, we're you know we're really excited to be on Radio Nope, and we really want to thank you for all the hard work you put in. I don't want to um, underestimate that. Like you really, 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 or understate that, I should say. Uh, you really put a lot of work into this whole project. And uh, listen, man, we're, we're going to make this happen day by day. We're going to grow it, and it's going to be a great thing. So thank you so much for all your help, man. You got it, man. Hey, uh, the feelings mutual, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll check you later. How about that? That sounds good, guys. You'd be well out there on the West Coast. Great to talk to you. All right, Tommy. Take care. Tommy Rockstar, live from the Barrage. Let's hear some music. This is uh, Risk Ward. Cross my name off the charts. And if I'm wrong, yeah, we'll settle it at the bar. You know
Dead Rider with blank screen in the Caesar copyright symbol. And that's off of the excellent record Shells on Glass, one of my favorite records of, uh, I believe it was last year. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite records of last year. 
great, great band, and uh, this is apparently a three-piece right now. Uh, it was, um, yeah, Tim Jones is uh, not in the band anymore, which is a genuine bummer for me. That's that makes me sad. Uh, before that, we had Le Butcherettes with uh, Demon Stuck in Your Eye, which is a great jam off of the Cry is for the Flies record. They are playing the week after the PRF West, because as we all know, we should mark our calendars around all PRF events. <laughs> and, uh, April San- 14th. Yeah, San Francisco at uh, the Fillmore, uh, opening for some band I don't care about. and then uh, That's a Wednesday, right? <laughs> yeah, and then the Catalyst in Santa Cruz on a Thursday for Bay Area people. Uh, check your local listings, but I will tell you this, people, most of the people listening to this in the U.S., they're opening for the Mighty Melvins again, which is where I saw them for the first time this entire tour. Go see that show. You will not regret it. The Melvins are great. And Le Butcherettes are great, and it's going to be a, it's a fantastic double bill. It really is. And uh, highly recommended. Before Le Butcherettes, we had uh, Risk Reward. Oh, uh, and we might actually do a remote Proton Conversal from the Fillmore. Live from the Fillmore. Maybe. Maybe. There are talks. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, I actually just remembered a... a Risk Reward off of Risk Reward 2, oh. The Deuce, with Easy on the Heart, with Mr. John Houlihan on vocals, uh, Patrick Walsh. Also in that band and uh, Dan Darrow and uh, great great records all. What were you gonna say, Brenna? I just remembered a crazy story that I feel like sharing because it's a really crazy thing that happened. My I, when I got home yesterday um, from New York, it was like three thirty or so. My roommate uh, owns a coffee shop nearby called Tiny Warrior, and he was home. But he <laughs> is—that's a good coffee shop name. I like it. Yeah, he he's always working. He works like at six days a week basically 90 hours a week he was home and i didn't really think much of it and then he was like yeah someone actually drove a car through our coffee shop this morning <laughs> holy crap and i was like how did you leave this what today? is that why you're here oh my gosh that's why you're home oh my yeah. gosh like what happened like and he's like he was like i don't know i haven't seen the damage yet and i was like was anybody killed like what yeah, happened he's like scene? oh no 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 they crashed into the door they have a roll up door like a garage door cuz the front it's basically like a roll up situation where you know the front is a yeah, patio yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can walk in and it's a really big open space someone just crashed it huh someone stole a car in the mission at like 3 in the morning and there was a police chase all through the mission and this person fucking took out like multiple parking meters like leveled it and crashed into their building God. and is now in the hospital probably not going to make it maybe maybe we'll make it let's hope for them as a human wow that's that's i mean that's an incredible way to end the show there bro that's uh i'm good wasn't wow <laughs> I mean, you weren't expecting that uh, that's like quite the wake-up call, I, I believe, is what that's referred to. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. They can't even get the door open to see what the damage is inside. They have to have... It's like $8,000 for a new door, and they have to first remove the door and actually see like if anything was destroyed. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's harsh. Well, our, our heart goes out to them. Uh, wow. It's crazy. Tiny, tiny, tiny warrior, right? Yeah. Are they back open now? No, they can't get the door off. So they have to, like, have someone come and actually, like, professionally remove the door to get inside and see what happened. Basically, I mean, it depends on 
Fortunately, the door, I thought the door was open and they were open. Like it would have yeah. mowed down a bunch of people. <sighs> but fortunately, the door yeah. was closed, which means that it's possible their bar was destroyed. But that's, you know. Well, that's not good, but it's better than what it could yeah. be, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you've done it again. It's been another two hours with us. Thank you for listening to our, reversal. to our rants. Reversal. You can find the show every Thursday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. Signing off. That's like, some other time in other places. It's like, 11, it's like 11 to 1, I think, Eastern. I yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the industry standard, but who cares <laughs> about that? That's what John said to me. I was, we were talking about program reruns. He's like, ah, Eastern time is, uh, is, the, is the industry standard. I'm like, yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> Except for when you don't live on East Street. <laughs> it is the industry standard. Yeah, you guys announce elections before we're done voting, too. You want to golf that? <laughs> uh, hey, but <laughs> you can find this lovely show every every Thursday. Uh, also, replays playing on RadioNope.com. Radio Nope. Say yes to Nope. Thank you for all the work you've put into Radio Nope. Conan. Yes, we put a lot of work into it. Yeah, yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet. We're uh, we're, we're sound into electricity. I, I'm really excited about what we got going on here. Live from the barrage, uh, Fridays, five p.m. Pacific. None eight. of the above. None of the above. I think they're going to broadcast Wednesdays. I'll get back to you on that. But listen in. Great music. Thanks for listening, people. Coming up, Atomic Bongos. Yes, Radio Valencia. Take care. Check you next time. to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? 
really broadcasting if there's no one there to receive? It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. See?